following program, Real Estate Radio, is brought to you in part by Trusted Agent USA. The views and opinions expressed therein do not necessarily reflect those of News of Radio or his management. Welcome to Real Estate Radio, hosted by the real estate therapist, Larry Shackman, a top-producing real estate broker, author, CEO, and founder of TrustedAgentUSA.com, the ultimate real estate matchmaker, connecting you with top-performing agents for 2% commission. Each week, we bring you exclusive interviews with industry experts, covering everything from staging to negotiation strategies to home inspection issues and everything in between. Whether you're selling your home, a first-time home buyer, or a seasoned investor, we've got you covered. Let's make your real estate dreams a reality in this fast-moving and ever-changing real estate market. This program is funded in whole or in part by Trusted Agent USA, Illinois license number 475-145-795. Now, here's Larry. All right, everybody. Welcome back. It is February 24th. And we are happy to have you back on the Real Estate Radio Show podcast hang on one second here and uh radio yeah, show so podcast. we are happy to have you back and having a little technical difficulty here with the uh with the podcast uh not sure if you're seeing us but they're working on that and uh we have a lot of stuff to talk about today first of all we have the famous infamous maybe Patrick Loftus from Loftus Law Group. I'm here. I'm here. And if you are uh, an 820 AM WCPT nerd, uh, you'll you'll notice that I sound a lot like the guy from the, the 6 to 7 AM show. And that's because I am the guy. That's right. That and the 6 to 7 AM show is what? Oh, it's the Homebuyers Hour the with home buyers Patrick hour. Loftus, Charlie Belfontaine, Joy Matthews, and friends. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, be sure to catch that on Wednesdays, I believe. Oh, it's so un- it's 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 nothing but confusing. So <laughs> if you want to listen to us on the radio, then Saturdays at six a.m. That is, I mean, good for you for being up and listening to. But if you want to catch us anytime, you can catch us live streaming. Usually about ten after ten, because Charlie, you know, he's a boomer. And he takes <laughs> he takes minutes to the technology up. Uh, but uh, you can catch us really anytime. We're, we're we are at the homebuyershour.com. Uh, that will lead you to our Facebook group because our Facebook page because awesome. I, I can't be bothered to set up a, an actual website. Um, but you can catch us on YouTube, all sorts of LinkedIn. Awesome. You know, we yeah, you guys, know. Uh, you guys have a great show. And uh, who uh, I forgot the VA guy that joined you on there, Joey Matthews, the Joey. VA loan nerd. I don't yeah. know his N- NMLS number, so I might yeah. be getting him in trouble. Don't worry about but, it. Uh, We're he's no our guy. Listening. He, I mean, he has he taught me so much about VA loans. I used to think some kind of way about him, and now I'm like an evangelist. They're awesome. Hey, we have like a ton of stuff to talk about today. We have like a, a three pound bag with 14 pounds of stuff. To somehow fit into this bag, we have an amazing guest coming on, uh, Amanda Flieger, or she will uh, let me know if I'm pronouncing her name right or not. But Amanda Flieger is the vice president of growth at Curbio, and Curbio just has an amazing uh, uh, offer 
that is just I mean they're selling convenience is really what they're doing and I'm going to let her explain it I like convenience and yeah I mean it's it's amazing and it's helpful to homeowners that are coming on the market and it's helpful to agents that are putting their homes on the market and this what we're going to talk about today specifically with Amanda is uh, the spring market and the things you want to really focus on uh, when uh, doing those little spring springy things you want to do to get your house looking good, the exterior, the interior, and what are buyers looking for? Mm-hmm. You know, what do they prefer? So there's a lot of stuff we're going to talk about with Amanda, and we will have her on. Uh, We're going to bring her on shortly. Before we do, I want to do a little bit of house cleaning here, and that is, you know, real estate, Patrick, as we know, is a full contact sport. I, I, I got the you didn't scars. have to groan, but I yeah, it's scars. a full context for <laughs> oh, um, And so if you guys have any real estate questions, if you have any stress in your life, of course I am not only a local broker, I am your real estate therapist. The couch is open. So give us a call at 773-763-9278, 773-763-9278. If you have any questions on the legal end of it. Of course, I am going to defer to my friend and cohort, Patrick, and anything else. Uh, we'll both talk about anything we can help you with. Give us a call or text us at that number, 773-763-9278. We are streaming live on Facebook at the Real Estate Radio Show Podcast Group, the Real Estate Radio Show Podcast Group, and we're also streaming live at WCPT 820 on Facebook. We're also on YouTube. Everywhere. We're, every, we're everywhere. everywhere. Look in the sky. You'll see us. It's yeah. There. You can't. You can't get away. It's. Yeah. I don't know. Someone should call the authorities about it. To be honest, <laughs> they already have. Uh, They're looking yeah. for us now. All right. So if you guys want to follow us, also you, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, go to Spotify, Amazon, Apple, wherever. We're there. Subscribe. Tune in. Listen. And uh, we're happy to have you along. And leave a rating, five stars. Come yeah. on, help, helps us uh, spread the word. About <laughs> I never asked that, but thank you. Absolutely, leave a rating, please. And make it nice. Yeah, be nice. I think you can go up to nine stars now with us. That is that so? Yeah. Right. Um, I have a question for you. So last week I asked. Uh, Dane and Sam, who are with Property Pals, they were with us last week, and uh, Dylan, who was here, and I asked the question, where do you think Gen Z and millennials go? What is their number one go-to social platform when they're looking for home buying information? Where do you think that is? Well, as someone who is 45 years old and in no way... Um, you look amazing. I appreciate that. Uh, I mean, I'm in no way able to speak on behalf of millennials or Gen Z. Um, so Take let me, a guess. Let me, let me give you... Let me tell you what this old guy thinks about uh, social media. Um, for, for real estate stuff, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, I, I post a lot. I do a lot of social media marketing. And I feel like um, it's, it's probably Instagram. It's probably Instagram. Um, that seems to be where most of the real estate stuff is being put out there, both, uh, well, but primarily by the professionals involved. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a platform that lends itself really well 
to uh, presenting real estate. You know, it's it's the the origin story of Instagram is is to share you know photos, and you know they've yeah. of course had to react to to the phenomenon that TikTok is and and lean more heavily into video. Um, but I feel like you know that just the, the the way that things are presented on Instagram seems to be. Um, you know the, the the place to go to see stuff. Yeah, TikTok. It's it, yeah, it, it certainly TikTok there's is weird. Well, there, it's getting weird. Am it, I right? Uh, it keeps it changes so know, much so like, quickly. It's 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 like the wild west over there. And you know, Patrick has seventy one thousand followers on what is it called? On a completely unrelated yeah, topic to my profession and expertise. It's called Let Me Help You Fly. Let Me Help You Fly. You want to find cheap flights? Go to Let Me Help You Fly and uh, join the seventy one thousand other people that are yeah. are meeting with patrick join the three thousand people and sixty eight thousand bots <laughs> that are following me on i TikTok. didn't want to say it i, I don't know listen. i don't even know it's who, who knows so after all of that that whole instagram thing and they appreciate that <laughs> it's youtube well it, you know I, so let me let me just share with you my my thought on YouTube. I, YouTube is it, it, it's a it's a platform that um, people get involved with like before they even know what any of it is. Like you know, the, the parents these days, and, and and I understand why because because you know when a kid is you know just absolutely losing their mind, you hand them a, a tablet, and all of a sudden they're transfixed. Right. Um, you know that my my niece, for example, I mean she's she's been on YouTube sh- since you know I, I think she was allowed to be in front of a screen, which is at like two years old. Yeah. So kids grow up these days, just like you know you grew up with uh, you know. Uh, Two, five, seven, nine, and maybe thirty-two. I grew up with you know eighty uh, cable channels, and you know you had to you know have a cable subscription. And these days, you know it's it's really about YouTube on TV. <laughs> no, that goes back too far for you, probably. I mean, you know, TiVo. Remember, remember when TiVo came out? Yeah. That was like a revelation. I, I don't have to actually be in front of the TV when the thing I want to see is on. That's incredible. And, and nowadays, it's like. Live TV. If it's not sports, like yeah. why, why would I do that? Yeah, I'm watching The Sopranos for the sixth time. Yeah, you and you and a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but it's YouTube. That is the number one flat platform. Excuse me for uh, millennials and Gen Z. I believe uh, that's where they go. And of course, YouTube is the second biggest search engine next to Google, who owns YouTube. So, you know, they're doing well. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into some market conditions before we uh, take our first break, and then we'll bring Amanda on. So a couple of things going on. We know the Feds are not right now poised to lower rates again. No. It's not going to happen. The, the job market is too hot still. Uh, there's a lot of things going on that just point to probably I, – I don't even see them, honestly uh, – lowering rates in June or July. No, it sounds like, you know, certainly second half of the year is, is are the, the little, you know, buzzes that I'm hearing. And, um, you know, that's that's what's priced into the market at the moment from from what I'm hearing. And, you know, if, if that changes, if 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 the macroeconomic indicators don't start shifting in a way that is going to make the Fed feel better, um, you know, the, the Fed is going to start making other noises and you're going to see the, the market yeah. moving. 
Yeah. I think right now the feds are uh, they're more worried about dropping price, uh, dropping rates too fast than they are keeping them high higher right now, because the economy just speaks to that right now. All the dynamics of the economy uh, are just not speaking to lowering rates. People are still spending money. They're spending money like, you know, it, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm part of the problem, right? Like, I'm not out there, you know, going, well, you know, I should probably, uh, you know, pick Miller Lite instead of, you know, <laughs> Heineken or something. You know, I just, I don't feel like I need to do that. And, and, and that's part of why inflation keeps, you know, being a problem. And, you know, I, I measure it, you know, in, in many ways. Uh, one of my favorite ways to to, to kind of you know gauge where inflation is at is what is a Panda Bowl at Panda Express cost, right? Before you know we had all this inflation, inflation it was about seven fifty. It's like eleven bucks now. It's like yeah. eleven bucks now. You know, two years ago. You know, seven fifty. It's like wow. Yeah, and, and now I sound like an old guy who's like, you know, back in my day, you could get a gallon of gas for a quarter, right? And you know, okay, you know, I, I, I'm not getting younger. You know, there's only one direction that arrow points. Yeah, you know, so inflation, it is what it is. It's sticky. We're still at about three, three point one. They want to get down to two. It's always in that eleventh hour where you get stuff done. I almost said the other S word, but where you get stuff done. And I think that's the same here. That last little corner we have to turn to get to 2%, um, I think, uh, you know, is going to be the hardest part, right? That's what they say, you know, and in in some ways you go, okay, so we, we need to, you know, keep the brakes on, um, you know, people borrowing money. So we're going to keep interest rates high. And, you know, that, that makes sense. I mean, I took econ back in high school, but, you know, at the same time, you, a big part of that is the, the cost of housing, which is, is not hundred percent is not moderating no. and the supply and demand of and that, food. Well, food, you know, food, you know, I, I don't, I don't know as much about food as I know about housing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like if, if housing continues to be expensive because we, we don't have as, as much of it as, as you know, we should or would like to have, I, I, I fall short of, of calling it necessarily a, a crisis because, um, I don't. I don't necessarily feel that myself. I'm, you know, call in to, to yell at me. Um, <laughs> you know, if you if you disagree, but um, it, you know, the supply and demand of it. You know, it, it's it's not getting cheaper, and I'm not, not sure how making it more difficult for people to to buy homes by keeping interest rates high is is meant to lower uh, the cost of housing and thereby you know, put a big dent in inflation. So that's for smarter people than me to figure out. But, you know, that's just sort of a thing that I thought about. You know, supply and demand is everything in any market, right? I mean, so right now we still have historically low supply. Uh, Home sales went up about 3% uh, recently, but... They're still lagging because of inventory. And inventory also went up, but we're still at historical lows. And something you talked about before we went on air really makes sense. You know, 
a lot of these properties come on the market and go off the market very quickly. Mm -hmm. If it's in a sought-after area, if it's in good condition, and we're going to talk about that with Amanda when we bring her on shortly, if it's in good condition and you've staged it properly and you've done the right things and you've priced it right, hello, Mm -hmm. um, then that property is going to move quickly, 100%. If you price a house right, it's going to sell in fairly short order. That is the bottom line. Mm -hmm. It doesn't even matter what condition it's in. If you price it right, it's going to sell. Yeah, yeah that, and you know it's it's the hard part of it, right? You know, sellers they go, well, you know, you're telling me what the right price is. Let's let's uh, let's chuck another ten grand on that just because I don't want to leave anything on the table. And you know, that's the kind of instinct that's going to leave you with you know shaking your head, wondering why your house is still on the market ninety days later in in a seller's market. And the reason is because you know you didn't take the advice of the professionals. By the way, consumer spending fell. uh, back in, I think it was the fourth quarter. It fell zero. No, in January, it fell 0.8% in January. So, and what we were talking about is, has it, has consumer spending fell because people are now starting to run short on credit? Because it's, you know, like Dylan said, it's bad when you don't have cash, but when you don't have credit, Mm -hmm. it really sucks. Right, right. Right? Yeah, because, you know, that's, you run it, people have spent all their COVID savings, right? I mean, me included. And there you you go. Yeah. Everything's great when you've got, you know, a nice cushion in the bank and then that starts to dwindle and then you go, well, you know, at least I've got, uh, you know, I've got some credit cards to kind of, you know, get me through things or I can, you know, I can do a uh, a home equity, a home equity line of credit because I've got a bunch of uh, COVID, uh, you know, equity in my home. Yeah. And, you know, but, but yeah, that's definitely as as you reach the limits of those, of those things as uh, Barcelona FC pulling the the levers uh, for all you football fans. um, God, I just said Barcelona FC and football. Yeah. But I I just, no one knows what you just said. I turned off. (laughs) Anyone who was listening is like, I'm out. Uh, I'm out. Barcelona. What? My bad. My bad. Let's, let's, let's let's bring it back around. (laughs) uh, Listen, it's, it's no darn good when you ain't got any money left to spend and and no credit and you need something yeah yeah so uh you got to keep an eye on that consumer spending because that's interesting to see where that goes if that continues to go down that could you know point some other things in different directions it's it's an interesting point because you know you you, i guess i start to wonder if if i'm looking at, at a macroeconomic indicator such as uh, inflation, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, why why is it that we're looking for that one number to be in one spot when it's made up of so many different parts of the economy? Yeah, yeah, no, uh, you know, one other thing before we take a break. So, investor purchases have skyrocketed. I believe that um, in the fourth quarter of 2023. So, investors bought. This is going to blow you away. Maybe not. Uh, Investors bought 18% of all homes sold in the fourth quarter of 2023, and that's up from 
fourth quarter 2022. But yeah, investors are out there and, you know, we're dealing with the open doors and the, the purple keys and all these other big investors. I was kidding about purple keys. Purple I made keys. that up. Um, I, I don't know. It sounded good to me. <laughs> but we're dealing with all these corporate in, and these, these mega funds investing in large swaths of uh, single family homes and other other uh, real estate, uh, you know, makes all the, it makes all the sense in the world. You know, they they're they are not sensitive to interest rates in in the way that your average home buyer is. If you're out there spending cash, you're looking strictly at value, and yeah. you have the ability to evaluate things. I think with a much clearer head. If if part of what you're looking at in terms of a place to live is is the monthly payment. Um, you know, you, the the price is kind of secondary for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you know, because and it makes sense. I mean, you know, I, I'm not excluding myself from that. You know, that sort of uh, nearsightedness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Um, and and it, anytime you do, you are in a high interest rate environment. The investors do come out to play. You know, it, it's Warren Buffett. You know, he's he's you know a guy who I don't know. He's he's a pretty well known investor, and and he's he's kind of known for saying, "Look, you know, when when everyone else is zagging, I zig." And it's funny because he's zigging right now because all of these other companies that are settling with the DOJ on this Sitzer Burnett <laughs> suit, he's the he's one of them that is saying. Nope, not settling. <laughs> now, I don't know, like Dylan said, I'm not sure if he's just angling to get a better deal or what, but he's right now one of the major players, Berkshire Hathaway, uh, that uh, has not settled this lawsuit and said he's not settling. Yeah. Well, you know, um, he's certainly got the money to afford the lawyers. Um, yeah, I, I read I read last, last week, two weeks ago, that uh, NAR has has officially exhausted the uh, their insurance limits. So, oh, serious? Okay. This will be I, interesting. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I don't know what that is going to do. I mean, obviously they they have some more. Um, you know, they they, they they've got they they've got some. Uh, you know, assets that they can, that they, that, that oh, yeah. they, they're financially okay for now. Um, you know, it, it, it's, you know, that's a whole nother, we could spend another hour. We could on that spend one. four shows in a row on yeah, that lawsuit. Uh, so we're not going to do that though. No, uh, you know, other than the fact that, you know, we've, we've got another one settling. Um, who was it that just settled? Remind me. Um, Keller Williams? Yes, yes, yeah. Keller Williams settling. Yeah. That was big news. Yeah, but, uh, yeah they're all settling because, you know, why go to court? You don't know if you're going to win or lose anyway. You're going to end up spending all kinds of money. Uh, right. You got to trust a judge or a jury oh to adjudicate God. your dispute. I mean, you know, it, there's a reason that exists because some people just can't, like, you know, get get, get to a deal. But I, listen, man, I tell everybody the last place, whether you're right or wrong, that you want to end up, and I don't have to tell you this. Is in court. No, it doesn't no. matter whether you're right or wrong. I've been in front of these judges, all right, and I, you know, let me just tarnish. You know, I'm going to trash my own reputation here, and hopefully, I never have to go back go back in, in court because I don't do court anymore. Really, um, you know, the judges are the C students from law school. You yeah, know, all, all of the A students are partners at big. Just law in firms. case anyone's listening, I'm not even going to comment on this. <laughs> I don't know where you know where life takes me, and next traffic ticket. Yeah, Larry we're gets, not. He's, he's going to call me. Yeah. 
and did I'm I hear go. your friend and you talking about? <laughs> I'm not going. All right, guys, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with Amanda Flieger, and she'll let me know if I'm pronouncing her name right. Tune in to Real Estate Radio, Saturdays at 9 a.m., hosted by the real estate therapist Larry Shackman, a top-producing real estate broker, author, CEO, and founder of TrustedAgentUSA.com. Top-performing agents for 2% commission, saving you thousands when you sell, buy, or invest. Real Estate Radio, the ultimate real estate radio experience. Get insider tips from experts throughout the real estate industry. Streaming live on Facebook at WCPT 820. Trusted Agent USA, Illinois, license number 475-145-795. Welcome back to Real Estate Radio, sponsored in part by TrustedAgentUSA.com, the ultimate real estate matchmaker, saving you thousands. Now, now back to Larry, the real estate therapist. All right, everybody, we are back, and we are happy to have joining us Amanda Flieger. Am I right? Uh, we're not hearing Amanda. Hang on, Amanda. Let me see if we got you on here. Are you on mute? That happens to me all the time. I, I, you know, we have this Zoom no, thing. She's that, unmuted. There you go. There can you, you go. hear me, can Amanda? You hear me, Amanda? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. 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 Um, um, you are so close with my name. What is it? <laughs> it's uh, Amanda Flieger. <laughs> but you I was thinking it. <laughs> it's either Flieger or Flager. It's Flieger. You know, it, you've got all those extra letters. It's not your fault. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. uh, We're happy to have you on. We got a lot to talk about. And so Amanda is the vice president of growth at Curbio. And give our listeners an idea of what Curbio is and how they uh, help the real estate market, agents, homeowners, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I think the best way to say it is we do one thing and we do it really well. We work with agents and their selling clients to get their listings ready to go on the market. Um, So just very simply, we're a national general contractor. We only work on pre-sale home improvements. So whatever a listing needs, whether it's something as small as, you know, handyman repairs or deep cleaning or painting, which we know every listing needs Mm -hmm. or if it's distressed properties that need major rehabs, we'll come in, get the work done from start to finish. But the best part is that the sellers don't go out of pocket for the updates. A hundred percent of the payment for the project costs is deferred until closing. So Which is that's amazing. Much what we do. Yeah. yeah so, and I was talking about this with Patrick before you came on. Curbio really is with everything else you do. You're selling convenience. All around. Absolutely. You're selling convenience because you have a project manager that, you know, oversees the entire rehab, whatever it is. And one of the things, Patrick, I, I love about what they do is uh, there's no uh, limit. I, and correct me if I'm wrong. There's no limit or there's no uh, the scope. It doesn't matter what the scope is. If you just need carpeting in one room or if you need carpeting throughout your 4,000-square-foot home and the whole interior painted and tuck pointing done, they could do all that, or they could just carpet a room. 
4,000 square feet of carpet. I'm horrified. (laughs) As long as it's not in the bathroom, all right? (laughs) I'll tell you what. I've seen it. Been there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been there. You go go in some of these older homes and, you know, they got stuff going on there. Yeah. Carpet in the bathroom and they've got, you know, little carpet things on top of the toilet seat on top. I mean, everywhere. I mean, you know, back in the day, I mean, you just carpeted everything. I sold a home in Ireland. You're in Maryland, right? Yeah, I'm in Maryland. Okay, so that's where Kirbio's out of. They're out of Maryland, mm-hmm. but they service the entire country, correct? And correct, we're going to yep. bring your website on here in a minute. You know what? Just for the heck of it, let's do that now. Well, I feel like, you know, when, when you talk about uh, making improvements pre-sale, you know, you're really talking about uh, making an investment to get a return, right? Yes. So, yes. you know, if, if I'm trying to um, sell my home and it, you know, it's it's not sort of that, you know, it's got some, some warts, let's say, and, you know, what, what you're looking, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Larry, but what you're what you're really aiming to do is to make a home feel like someone can, can you know, picture themselves living there. Yes. And, you know, you invest however much to... Uh, into the whatever improvements you're going to do uh, so that you can be at the highest exactly. end of whatever the band of value that, that you can expect to get from your home. So I was going to say that uh, when I mentioned that Kerbio's in Maryland and we were talking about carpeted bathrooms, <laughs> I sold a house in Arlington Heights about 17, 18 years ago. Home of the Bears. Yeah, Not yet. (laughs) Um, 17, 18 years ago, the entire master bath, I'm not, I don't mean to creep anybody out, but the entire master bath was mirrored. Everything, (laughs) everything in the master bath was mirrored. Literally everything. I'm not even going to get into it past that, but it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. And they did not change it before we sold it. And of course the house still sold, right? But uh, well, different pro- strokes for different folks. Well, I think, it, pro- like- <laughs> it probably <laughs> cost them money oh for not not calling Kerbio and changing that. Were you guys even around 18 years ago? No, we weren't. We uh, we started back in 2017. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Kerbio is just an amazing. Uh, I, I love your whole approach to this because, like I said, there's no top or bottom in terms of how much money you can spend. So the scope of repairs or rehab that you're going to do is not uh, going to limit you or stop you from working with Kerbio. And is it true, Amanda, that for uh, do you have a different project manager on each uh, project or how does that work? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, with Curbio, you get a dedicated project manager. They're the, your single point of contact. They're overseeing all of the moving pieces of the project, all of the trades, the materials, permitting if it's required. Um, and they're basically relieving the agent and the homeowner from being that de facto project manager, having yeah. to kind of babysit the project, making sure everything's working well. So, yeah, you get a dedicated PM on every project. Yeah. And so important because, you know, we're not GCs, right? Mm. Uh, my stepdaughter put a uh, put a swimming pool in her home in Vegas. In her and, home? Well, not in it, but in the backyard. Oh, Thank okay. you for correcting me. That would be nice. Yeah. So I've she, seen it. But I've she GC'd <laughs> We sold the house with the pool in the home just not that long ago. Uh, But she GC'd the whole thing, and it's nerve-wracking. You know, it's nice when you can take that 
off of your plate and have somebody else coordinating that with you that has your best interest at heart? I think you hit the nail right on the head. It's I think what the biggest difference between Curbio and, you know, going your, you know, DIY route or using a traditional GC is like we we coin ourselves as the pre-sale experts in home improvement. So, you know, unlike working with a traditional GC that might maybe over recommend you make updates, we're focused on the updates that are necessary. And sometimes a little goes a long way. A lot of oh, times yeah. homeowners think like, oh, I gotta do the whole place. But we like this concept of value engineering. You can reglaze the tub, you can reface the cabinets, you can do a fresh coat of paint. Little updates like that really make a big difference when yeah. it comes to the marketability of a home. Yeah. And I tell you a nightmare story about a GC. Yeah. I'll try to be quick about this. No, go um, ahead. I had some clients buying a home, really nice home, um, and it had just been uh, rehabbed. And my client, it, it, I've never got this before, and, and you know may, maybe it's the only time I'll ever see it, but she asked me this very interesting question. She wanted to know if anyone had ever uh, been killed in the home, right? I was like, what? But, you know, oh, no. I, I'm like, I can ask. Like, how do I say, like, that's a stupid question, right? Because, you know, you don't want to say something right. like that to a client. So well, As a matter of fact. Well, so, uh, like, um, well, I, I hope. right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah you Check see the basement. The, yeah, see the chalk outline. Um, so uh, I was like, look, I'll ask ask. And the other thing I can do is I'll submit a Freedom of Information Act request to the police department, which I did. And uh, it it came back. No one had been killed, but the GC um, had been arrested at the home because he went there and and there was a ruckus. And apparently he fell down and bumped his head. I don't think that's how it really went Mm -hmm. down. Uh, That's what was in the police report. But uh, Amanda, I'm sure this is the kind of thing that you you guys are making sure you've got uh, GCs that are not going to fall down and bump their head and get arrested at the property. And, you know, it's it's an example of how that can go wrong if you're not working with the oh, right yeah. people. So how oh, do 100%. you get your GCs? I'm curious about that. Yeah, that's a great question. And a lot of times, you know, work gets done on license, which is a huge risk for real estate agents, right? And so we have a really um, heavily vetted trade network that we consistently build and we're adding to as we grow. And so we make sure that all of our trades that we build, um, that we bring into the network are vetted, they're experienced, they have all their license and insurance. And a lot of times we get referrals for general contractors and trades. Um, a lot of times our project managers, since they're experienced in the space, they mm-hmm. have their Rolodex of trades. Um, and we're constantly building that and making sure that we're, you know, fully stacked in yeah. all the markets. That we're I was going to say, does the does the project manager in whatever state we're in, like we're sitting here in Cook County right now uh, in Illinois, and there's five collar counties or five or six collar counties. I don't know. There's yeah, a bunch of collar counties. Let's not Illinois. leave anyone out. You know, yeah. if, you, if you're listening down in Kankakee, you know, it's good. You Forget know, them. you can be a collar county. Um, so, yeah, but there's so there's let's say eight million people here. And I'm wondering, does your project manager find a lot of the contractors that you work with here in Chicago, or do you guys actively search them out and vet them on a regular basis? It's definitely a mix of both. So we're doing some proactive um, building of our network. We also get referrals. A lot of times agents have their go-to contractors. Mm -hmm. And they're more than welcome to bring them on and work on their Curbio projects. Oh, okay. So, you know, of course, we just, you know, get them through our vetting process, make sure they're good to go and they can work on their projects as well. Awesome. Um, so I think you guys have seen, if you want to get to Curbio, 
Just go to Curbio.com and click on Get a Free Estimate, and you could just let them know exactly what you want to do with your home, and you're going to get an estimate, and it doesn't take long to get that estimate, correct? Wow. Same day. Same day. I think we are... I'm pretty sure the only general contractor that can get you a free same day estimate. That's because, you know, a lot of our pricing is standardized and the markets that we're in were consistent. So it's mm-hmm. not like you're going to get an estimate from us today and then next month and it, we, we jack up the price depending on how much work we have or which time of year it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're able to get an estimate same day. Also, to point out, we released a, an app actually in the App Store. So you can get it on Apple. Um, the App Store, or the Google Play Store. What's it called? Where you can build an ins- it's called Curbio. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you can actually, as you're walking through the listing, if you're curious, you want to get a, you know, an estimate, you can actually punch in the updates and get an estimate right at your oh, fingertips. Oh, no kidding. I'm going to check it yeah. out. I have so yeah, much to do really at cool. my house yeah, that's, before I sell it. If I, if I was representing a buyer, I mean, that would be a really good tool to have as you're touring homes and just being like, you know, hey, I like this home, but, you know, it needs new countertops or it needs cabinets or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Ha- having that in your pocket would be an amazing tool. Now, here's the thing. Do you guys work specifically with sellers or do you work with buyers, too? Yeah, we are exclusively focused on pre-sale. So okay. we're working with the seller. You're working with the seller. Her- so you're yeah, either yeah. going through their agent who suggests you to them, or maybe if even if they're selling for sale by owner, they could still go through Curbio to uh, correct? Well, actually, you bring up a good point. So we are the agent's partner in this. And so we really take a team approach. So we do require that every listing is represented by an agent. And the reason being is that the agent is the expert in their market, right? They're going to advise on the financials, what we're going to sell the house at. We're just the experts in home improvement. So we really bring that expertise together on how to get the best outcome. So if I'm a for sale by owner... Curbio is not an option for them because yeah, this time they we, could be overpricing yeah. their home by $300,000, which, of course, they <laughs> never do. They never I've <laughs> never run into a seller that overprices their home, except my sister. I'm kidding. Um, I, I think Larry is being facetious. I don't know. I can't really tell by the evil look on his on his face. <laughs> yeah, it's always there. Um <laughs> But, yeah, so keep that in mind. You have to be working with an agent and putting your property on the market because that agent knows the market. They know what that house, the ARV is on that house once you get everything done. So guess what? Curbio knows they're going to get paid because they don't get paid until closing. So that is the real convenient thing about all of this, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Not along a penny with everything upon. else. Yeah, along with everything else. Um, <laughs> no deposits, no interest, um, no progress payments. We just simply wait um, until the house sells. Do you, long do you have an average, uh, an average scope that you you're typically seeing? Like, what is the range of the scopes you're seeing? And 
Uh, you know, that's a great question. I think it really all depends on the, you know, the home's condition. I think back in the day, if you were to ask me this question, it was more of those large, you know, full remodels. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, you kind of said it earlier, if the house is priced right, it's going to sell. So now we're seeing more of that refresh, those essential updates that, you know, pretty much every home needs. Yeah. Um, so I think there are a couple of updates, which we'll, you know, I'm sure we'll hit on in a second mm-hmm. that every house needs. So like the painting, the deep cleaning, and then paying attention to some special rooms like the kitchens and the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say average scope is, you know, maybe around like the, you know, 10 to $25,000 range. Yeah. We're just kind of seeing it come down a little bit now. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Um, I wanted to get into, of course, we're coming into the spring market. My fingers are crossed. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually think the summer market's going to be better than the spring market. But um, we're coming into the nice weather market here in Chicago. Yeah, right. And uh, it. it's supposed to be. And we've had our fake spring. It just, it just now snowed we're back last to winter night, again. <laughs> um, so uh, what are what would you say like? the main things sellers should concentrate on when they're putting their home on the market? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, honestly, prepping for spring, summer, any hot market is honestly no different than prepping anytime you're getting ready to list, mm-hmm. right? I think for spring, though, we're coming out of hibernation. I think the goal is to improve the market, the listings marketability. So, First and foremost, spring cleaning. Clean, clean, clean as much as you possibly can. The biggest turnoff is a dirty or dingy home. Oh, yeah. So, you you know, you really got to make sure that the house is in pristine condition, depersonalize, um, again, removing the distractions for potential buyers um, so that they can really envision themselves in the home. Um, I think next thing is obviously curb appeal. Um Fun fact, Curbio actually stands for curb appeal inside and out. That's the I-O at the nice. end of our name. And, you know, I mean, that's where I the did home not buying know process. That. <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of people don't, but you guys know that, you know, the home buying process begins online. So absolutely that curb appeal is everything. The house Making I'm sure in right now, I, I fell in love with when I drove up to it. I said, honey, I, I was talking to my wife. Um, <laughs> I said, honey. Uh, we have to put an offer in on this house. This was like 18 years ago. We have to put an offer in on this house today. It will be gone by this weekend, and there's no negotiating. We just have to put – even back then, 18 years ago, that was the market. And mm-hmm. uh, But you're right. The home buying process – now, for sure, we were just talking about that with YouTube, Instagram, and everything else, starts online. But yeah. where it really kicks in is the first time that buyer drives up to your home and they're looking at your home. How do they feel about it? What It's, it's yeah. like a dating service. It's like when you first meet somebody. Uh, you know, it's it's really important that you make that first visual uh, connection impactful. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely a reflection of the interior for buyers. Um, and, you know, you, we all know the saying, don't judge a book by its cover. But we all know that's exactly what every buyer is doing. That's oh, where yeah. that first impression is being made. So making sure that it's clean, you know, I think. 
patching up the lawn, pruning the shrubs. I think though it's important though if you're doing if you're making updates on the exterior, keep things low maintenance. You know, mm-hmm. today people don't want projects, they don't want high maintenance homes. Um, and so I think that's, you know, obviously number one is curb appeal, cleaning, painting mm-hmm. is the most common, most effective update that we're seeing on pretty much every home that's getting ready to list. Yeah. What about uh, the interior? So what are you seeing? What should people, what should sellers focus on? When it comes to the interior, and then we're going to get to what buyers, you know, what's in their head. So because that's really what's important at the end of the day, no matter what you do as a seller, it better sync up with what buyers are looking for right now, or they're just going to change it anyway, and they're going to put no value on what you did. So for sellers, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say that, you know, a lot of times sellers might have a, you know, a deep, um, they want to make certain updates, but we got to remind them. And the agent reminds them is, Hey, you're not selling to stay in the home. You're selling to appeal to buyers. And I think that is a big distinction. Yeah, you're renovating for the buyer's taste. Yeah. And as much as people hate the agreeable gray and the white cabinets, like that's what sells. That's that blank canvas. I know. That I'm, I'm, I'm literally talking to my wife about that right now. I'm like, you know, when we sell, these are going, this is getting painted, this is going. And she's like, well, wait, I hate white cabinets. I said, it doesn't matter. We're selling an asset. We're not selling our home and all of our memories. No one gives a crap about that. We're selling. (laughs) Yeah, you have to be totally detached from it. Like when you're buying and selling stocks or something. Well, you are not your target audience, right? Yeah. I mean, that that I think is, is the thing to keep telling yourself, especially when you're selling a home that you lived in. I mean, there is meaning there. There's no way to just say, well... I, I throw my feelings aside and yeah, I'm just going to be completely clinical about this. It and, never happens. No, of, of course not. Which, <laughs> it which doesn't. Is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the reasons why we use brokers. You know, the, the places where you have a, a broker involved, you know, you've got uh, athletes and, and actors and, and people in entertainment use agents. Why is that? Because when you're negotiating about how much you're worth, yeah. There's no way of not being emotional about it. No way. Um, and, and say, you know, it's really the same thing. You know, when people go, why do I need a real estate broker? I, you know, where do I start? Right. Yeah. But, you know, it's it, this is precisely. And where when I say that, you know, it sounds so self-serving. Yes. Yeah, so self-serving. But the reality yeah. of it is most people do not have a clue what it takes to sell let and or buy a home and no. it's it's yes. a it's a process folks it's not an event and it's uh it it takes a lot it really does real estate is one of those things where i feel like the gap between what most people th- how smart they are versus how smart they really people think they're really smart about Not real estate. Even they think there. it's easy they nope. think it, you know that but but the reality is just like you said is that you know that there's a, a huge gap between you know what, what people's perception is and what it really is yeah you have yeah. to remove yourself emotionally you you really to whatever extent you can do that if you're selling and if you're buying, you have to remove yourself emotionally from that transaction. And that is why 
like you were saying, people use agents to negotiate things. They use brokers because that take and that's what I tell my clients. First off, let me handle all the emotional baggage that's going to go around mm-hmm. along with this because you are now selling an asset. You are not selling your you know, the home where you raised your four kids, where yeah, you had four dogs no, and all that. Um, all right, yeah, so- I mean, and I was going to say, that's just, you know, why this is all we do. Getting homes ready to list. We're completely aligned with the agent, with the seller to, you know, get the home market ready. And so yeah. I was even thinking, like, I'm wearing a, this army green shirt. Like, this is my favorite color. And but like, it could be someone's least favorite color. Yeah, yeah. If, you, cute, right? if you painted your living room that color, you're never selling your house. I know. But yeah. it's, <laughs> it's crazy because like there's a lot of and you may know some of them, but there's a lot of colors that are popular now that I wouldn't have, you know, thought maybe are that would be. But let's get into like what are the main things you suggest sellers do on the inside of their home, on the interior uh that are they're going to get most bang for their buck. Yeah, so again, you know, the deep cleaning, the depersonalization, the painting um, I think then it comes down to flooring. I think what we see big ROIs with flooring, wear and tear is normal, but you want to remove things like, you know, faded carpets, stained carpets from wine night. Um, if the carpets are, you know, a certain color that might have been popular in like the 70s, the blues, the pinks, you want to really neutralize that. You've um, got a pet flo- that did absolutely. Yeah, you know, we've, we've got a cat and. Uh, let's just say, even when the time comes to sell, uh, you know, we, we've we've got to rip the carpet out because that cat, yeah, she's just, you know, she just can't help herself. Claw that the, cat the, carpet, and I go, yeah, yeah, totally. Do, you know. I mean, not only that, but also, you know, with homes with pets, like odors is a big thing for you know p- potential buyers, and mm-hmm. they oh, might yeah. not all be pet people. And you're nose That's blind sort of- as as the homeowner, right? Yeah, yeah, you live there. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing, you know, I mean, I, I think you may have even already said it is that, you know, your your interests are aligned with the seller. And, you know, for me, that's always something I want to, you know, fi- I, I want to find myself in a place where, uh, you know, whoever I am partnering with, their interests are, you know, as much in line with what mine are, um, because I know that, you know, even if they're acting in their own self-interest, that uh, it's going to be to my benefit. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, love absolutely. what Curbio does because, like I said, you're, you're selling convenience. It's like an all-in-one package here. Uh, yeah, you got it. You're working directly with the seller's agent and the seller through their agent. And I'm sure you – know, do you guys ever talk to the sellers directly or do you always just keep it between Curbio and the agent? Yeah. I mean, I think it really depends on how involved the sellers want to be in the process. Um, You know, the the process typically gets started by the agent. If a seller comes to us, we'll just say, hey, Luke, your agent in. Um, And then we have some sellers that want to be super hands on, pick materials, um, be really involved. We have some sellers that go, hey, you have the keys, do whatever it takes to get my house sold. Mm-hmm. Um, and which we offer those, you know, recommendations of what we know sells. What if a house is vacant? Will you guys stage a house? Yeah. So actually, we just rolled out nationwide staging. Really? Okay. So you could, uh, we'll stage it um, and then we can defer all payment until closing. Okay. And that's available on all of our markets today. 
Yeah, I mean, we've staged a lot of homes. We've staged a lot of, you know, multi-million dollar homes, and that could be a $25,000 price tag to stage a big home like that, $15,000, whatever. And that sounds like a lot of money because it is, but, you know, when you're talking about that level, that's, like I said earlier, an investment, right? Yeah. You're, you're putting twenty five grand into staging a home so that it looks just like someone who is going, who, you know, has the kind of, uh, you know, they, they have the wherewithal to spend $3 million on a house. Yeah. yeah they, their level of expectation is different. You know, it's way up here. And yeah. if anything is out, is out of line, they're going to ding you for it and they're going to ding you hard because knocking 50 grand off of, uh, off of 3 million is, is, is nothing to someone who's, who's at that level. Well, yeah. Th- the last two homes that we staged, uh, the they bought the furniture too. <laughs> oh, that's, that's they bought the furniture too. That's and when these you were know all, you do the right these thing. These were one was a two million, one was a three plus, and uh, they bought the furniture. And it was staged to me. I mean, we work with a great stager, but Kerbio stages as well. Um, yeah, I think shopping so, for furniture that, size. Like, yeah. Oh, especially now with all the lead times. But yeah. I was going to say, even oh, those things like staging. A lot of sellers, they find it like counterintuitive to put money towards things like staging, like making updates on a home that they're getting ready to leave. So our pay at closing model really just eliminates that financial barrier and makes it, you know, truly like a no brainer to, to get the updates done. Yeah. Yeah, it's easier than spending cash, right? You know, parting with cash is hard, man. It is really hard. And, you know, if I've got Amanda on board and she's like, look, we can do this, this, and this. And my agent's going, hey, I can list this for, you know, 25K more. And all you're spending is 10K. I'm going, okay, okay. I mean, I'll probably, I'm going to love it so much. I'm going to be annoyed that I'm selling it. But, you know, I I also like money. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Listen, staging and you know getting your house ready to sell is everything particularly if you're looking to hold that price up as high as you can you know that's not always the case with people but if that's what you're looking to do and most people are um mm-hmm. then staging and doing the things that are going to get you that optimum price is so important before we wrap up um, what what's like the one nugget you want to leave with our listeners that Kirby is going to do for them and what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? I'm going to assume it's through their agent. Yeah, absolutely. So the best way to get in touch with us, it all starts with an estimate like any other typical general contractor. Um, so you can visit our website, click on get an estimate. Um, you know, all we ask for is a zip code to make sure that the listing's in market. And then our team will reach out to learn a little bit more about the work that's needed at the property. And then we get a free same day estimate. Um, always free, always no obligation. It's a great way to get the conversation started with your clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for people that want to pick up the phone and call us, we're here as well. You can give us a call. You can download the app. Um, Download that app, guys. Curbio on the App Store or wherever Google and Android and all that (laughs) does their stuff. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, get the Curbio app. You can get a uh, you can get a free um, estimate. And, um, uh, you know, it's just a great service that, uh, 
you know, sellers can really benefit from and so can agents. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, um, you know, I would say whatever your listings need, let us know. We're, we're here to hear from you. We're here to help. Um, and again, we, we really take a team approach. So we're, yeah. we're, we have, you know, a shared interest in this to get the best outcome for the property. Awesome. Amanda, it was awesome having you here today. I hope you Thanks enjoyed it as our, our nonsense as much as we enjoyed it. Um, Loved it. And uh, yeah, you guys, if you're an agent or if you're a seller, talk to your agent. Make sure they know about Curbio. And if you're an agent and that house needs repair, call Curbio. Go to Curbio's website. Get an estimate. Amanda, thanks a lot. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks so much for having us. All having right, me. you guys. Um, that is a wrap. And thanks for joining Real Estate Radio, the Real Estate Radio Show podcast. And, and show uh, podcast. we were joined today by Patrick Loftus. And we'll see you next Saturday.